Finding My Alegria. I am also the founder of Alegria Bilingual Media Magazine and I am so happy to be here in our intro episode of our podcast, Your Story Matters. To tell you a little bit about me, my passion for writing started when I was a teenager living in Medellin, Colombia. Since then, if you ask my mother, she would tell you I would come from school and lock myself in my room with my books and write until it was time for dinner. It was my way to escape a lot of things that were going not only in our country, but also in our family. As you may know, Colombia in the 90s was under the domain of the drug cartels and I lived there. Violence, car bombs exploding every day was just the daily routine that we as Colombians lived. And also, in a smaller scale, the microcosm of family life uh, of that time. At that time, of course, many people got in the world of drugs and experienced addiction and our family was not an exception. So writing for me was that outlet for reflection, self-expression and healing and has continued to be throughout the years. So I bow to start always with a piece of writing, old or new, of mine so you get to know a little bit about me. Aquí encontré algo uh, también de cuando tenía por ahí 19 años. Dice, te amo innatamente. De mañana en mañana me creo tu credo, me reparto tus mandamientos, tu homilía, cabello, labio, seno, huérfanas están tus imágenes faciales, el orfanato del olvido me acuesta a las 8 de la noche. Dale la vuelta al mundo, conmigo y sin mí. Y luego ven y cuéntame la diferencia, la antítesis. ¿Qué homicidio ese metro cuadrado que le hemos encomendado a nuestro cariño? ¿Qué feudalismo tan desaliñado? ¿Qué aristocracia de grises, amaretos, orquídeas y melazas? Ojalá no le salgan canas a nuestros deseos, polio a nuestros vientos, vómito a nuestras estrellas, fatiga a nuestros nubarrones. Déjame probarte en este mundo tan efímero. Tú, ruina azteca, tú, aplauso de pájaro, tú, andén agrietado del terremoto del 81, tú, arpa de mi Apolo público. So yes, this poem, I was still in my teens and I actually got an opportunity to publish my poetry in Medellín, Colombia. But then it turned out the editor was more interested in me than my poetry. So that fell through and it was disappointing at the time. I still have the, the manuscript, which my cousin Pilar, who I love dearly, was at the university at that time and she had a computer. So she typed it all for me and I still have those pages. So it's a beautiful memory. After that, I came to the U.S. and of course, I dedicated myself to learning English. It took me almost a year to really 
feel comfortable to write in another language and nowadays I feel actually comfortable in both of them and it really depends on my inspiration mode, uh, what language to use. I think sometimes trans translation is difficult. I, even though I love to, to be able to do everything bilingual, but also, you know, it's also great to enjoy each poem in its original language. After that, around when I was 28, I self-published my first book when I was in the US and this was a passion project. And I always thought that I wanted to publish my first book before I turned 30. So don't ask me why. It was something I had in my mind. So this, this book is titled uh, Take Me With You, a collection of short stories and poetry. I use a lot of the magical realism influence very known in our country through Gabriel Garcia Marquez. And I really enjoy writing this book. I actually remember at the time as I, I was working as a receptionist in Beverly Hills and when I would get back from work I took the bus at the time and I would get you know settled at my place this room I used to rent in Hollywood and after work I would dedicate myself to write every night I create a beautiful space put some nice music that I love and created this sacred space to create and write and it was one of the most beautiful experiences of my life. At this time, I didn't have any network. This was, this was prior to having Alegria magazine and knowing a lot of people. So um, it was truly just a book signing and my best friend's home with family and friends. And it was really beautiful. It felt just like an amazing uh, gift and a personal sense of accomplishment. And I'm so happy I did it. And what's magical is that what happened with the book was that I got an opportunity to tour it through the school district here in Los Angeles for Poetry Month. And also I treasure amazing moments from this time when I would go to schools and share the book with the students and how welcoming and interested they were. And they were quite funny after I would like share the book with them at the libraries they would come up to me and ask me like who is this character and this was this you and who was this person in this story and they were so curious about uh, you know about everything every story and that was quite beautiful and it was beautiful 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 experience in my heart that i treasure today so from that first book to the second book, Finding My Alegria, there was a gap of almost 10 years. Crazy. But as writers, that's material for writing. You gotta live to be able to write, right? Living, observing, contemplating, that's all a part, a huge part of being a writer. Finding My Alegria was different because it's nonfiction. And it's my personal story, a whole different, different experience. Being nonfiction, it's extremely personal and vulnerable. With that, I can tell you that even though it took me all those years to publish it, it was ready probably two years before I published it. Because it took me a long time first to finish, to finish it where I felt like, that's what I wanted it to be. And then secondly, because I debated why do I want to put myself out there? 
Why? Who wants to pull all their stuff out there, right? What for? And I asked myself that for a while. Until reading and rereading the manuscript, you let it rest. It's always a great thing for some time and then you pick it up again and it's something that I always do and I recommend I read it and it finally I finally got it I said yes I am going to you know self-publish it like I said I do everything independent independently until this point and it's important I said it's important because this story may serve others who are going through the same thing. And by that, if you've read Finding My Alegria, it talks about my journey as a young Latina entrepreneur in the USA, what I've been through, and on the personal level, everything I struggle with as I went through this journey, including anxiety and all of that and so many challenges that I have faced and I thought that was so important to share that in a world where you know in social media and you know it's so easy to see everything so beautiful and not the whole picture right and just for people especially now that I have the magazine and have this community to see what I've been through I wanted them to know what was my story what is my story and that was the definite moment when I said, I do need to publish this and I do want to share this. And what happened was, at this point, I've already had my network through the magazine and I knew a lot more people. And I haven't paid a PR yet. Um, so everything I do is being through through my own channels and the magazine channels and, and all of that. And... What has happened is truly remarkable. And this is where we're going to jump into why your story matters. Tu historia importa y mucho. This is the reason. We feel so isolated sometimes. And we carry all these feelings of shame. And, and what we realize when we share our story, no matter how crazy you think it is is that you realize that there is so many people living the same or similar stories so what happened was that besides being such a healing book for me to be able to talk about these experiences it was also the fact that I got people and I get people after they read the book to tell me wow I went through these this is how I feel. Thank you for saying this. You inspire me through this. And that is alone. Uh, that is alone the best reward you can have as a writer. And that I can tell you, even though I haven't sold millions of books yet, I tell you every opinion, every review, every comment they send me, just means the world to me and I said wow this is what I love about writing just the human connection sharing around books and stories has so much meaning 
So that's the journey with Alegria. I've um, curated a few signings, uh, like I said, through now my network, and they've been beautiful. Each one is different, and I continue to also carry this book at our new Alegria mobile bookstore and people come and order it and I sign it and it's just like the most beautiful thing and in an organic sort of way of course now I'm at a point where I'm like wow what's next do I keep publishing independently or do I get a literary agent and that will go for that will go into another episode and explore what what are the best avenues for writers as you begin and as you evolve and all of that, all the different options that we have in this world today. So today, before we close and I tell you who we're going to have next week, I wanted to leave you with this. I want you to think about your intention when you write. Why do you want to write? Who do you want to reach? Whose heart do you want to touch with your story? And most importantly, how will this story heal you, empower you, and also your family? And telling your story, I'm, I would love to make this point, can have such impact, even if you make it at a family level, even if you want to share your story with your family, with your grandkids in the future, with your kids when they grow up. That alone has so much way and beauty. And of course, if you do decide to become a writer and want to reach, you know, readers all over the world, that's also absolutely beautiful. And you got to decide what's your intention when you write. It's, it's, it's begin with your family, with your home, with yourself. And then expanding to the world? What is it? So I want to leave you with that question. And then the second thing I want to leave you with is how difficult do you find it to get a time and space to write? Especially, you know, with our busy lives. How difficult it is. And how are you going to set that time to dedicate and be accountable for each other, right? It's it's. It's hard. It's hard. We sometimes would rather be on the phone um, for the ones that are mothers. Oof, no mother yet. That's alone a mission. And that's why next week our first guest is actually a family member that I love and admire. Her main her name is Paula Betancourt. Paula is an incredible human being. And I might be biased uh, because I'm her cousin, but no, actually, you'll get to listen and you'll you'll decide for yourself. Um, The reason I want to bring Paula on is because she's not only a Kundalini teacher and interior designer, but she just published her book, The Path of Beauty. And I love this book. As an example of the impact that your personal story can have. Paula has two kids and a beautiful business called Sacred Interiors. We'll talk more about that. But I thought, especially since she's a mother and she 
she had to take that time how did she do it and we're going to learn about all of it and how her personal story was a healing path to her own soul and also for her own family and now expanding into her business idea etc so i am so so happy to be doing this it's divine timing and once again my name is davina ferreira and my passion is to help you unlock your personal story and walk this path with you as we remember that our story matters. Music